This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Please note that any comments, jokes, questions, maybe... Anything that we say on the History of Bad Ideas is all in good fun, and remember, we insult everybody. Our thoughts, opinions, questions, anything else, actions that we do on the show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the History of Bad Ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. of bad ideas episode number 246 i'm jason i'm jeff yay we're at the Cincinnati comic expo jeff yes we are sitting here in our booth uh they haven't quite opened the doors yet but no. uh, people are walking around setting things up getting ready to go we were so good with everything that's why uh we got done early and we can record early is yes, that, that means I could have gotten an hour's worth of sleep more this But aren't morning. you glad you're more comfortable now? we got the <laughs> set going. We're good. See, this is what I like. We're calm now, you know, since we had some problems with the podcast earlier. Yeah, we uh, had to relearn how to record. Because we don't have the mixers with us this yeah, week. Yeah, so this we, time. we had to figure out how to get the, uh, the computer recording uh, how, how oh. we used to. But unfortunately... We got slightly updated software from what we were used to, so we had to relearn the new software. It's a little inside baseball for you people. Uh, Yes, so uh, we're on a limited scale here, but it looks nicer now. This year looks a lot better than last year. So I thought we looked good last year. Well, we did, but, you know, this year it looks really good. So for the next couple weeks, we'll be recording. We'll have recorded episodes at the Expo. Uh, We'll also be playing trivia. Uh, at the expo. Granted, you know, you'll be hearing this after the fact, so yeah. I guess you won't be here. But yeah. if you if you did come down, thanks for playing. Yes. Uh, no, it is a great time, though. Yeah. But and uh, hopefully those people who uh, have recorded their uh, trivia segments with us will probably do a special uh, end-of-the-year wrap-up uh, that will include a lot of the trivia. Yeah. We're not going to interrupt the podcast for the trivia this year. It'll be a little bit different on the episode. So you'll actually get us for the whole hour and a half. Or Sorry. two hours or six hours, depending on how long we Doesn't record. Matter. If we're doing six hours, then we're not recording for the next month. <laughs> <laughs> we are not doing six episodes like last year when I had no voice. Oh, it was done on Sunday. That was a rough, rough time by Sunday. <laughs> uh, my wife appreciated it. I had no voice. So that oh, was there nice. You go. That was nice. So uh, anything you're looking forward to this year? Uh, right now, I'm looking forward to lunch. 
That's a good idea. That is a good idea. We should probably eat before this opens up. That would be good. Uh, I'm getting Manu Bennett's autograph or picture. Picture and autograph? No, just, just picture. picture. Just picture. I didn't really. I don't do autographs that much. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I could do a professional one. Now is he dressed uh, any way you want him to be? You know, it's not a fantasy. <laughs> I mean, well, if I'm paying for a picture, I want him to be dressed as a. Uh, it's uh, a professional picture. Oh. oh. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, I don't know what I want to do with him. Do I want him stabbing me? <laughs> that would be awesome. Um, I'm going to call. I'm going to say Kia Ora to him. That means hello in New Zealandish. New Zealand-ish? That's what I'm going with. Is I that think what you're need? completely making that up. No, it's Kia Ora is the word, because Nikki from uh, New Zealand told us that. Oh, do you mean in Maori? Is that what they speak? Like the natives of New Zealand yes. versus... That in New Zealand, they speak English, Jason. Well, I guess that would make sense. <laughs> so the natives speak Maori. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Unless I'm wrong, then uh, Dev or Nikki can correct me. I don't think Dev's from New Zealand. Yeah, but he knows everything. That's true. He is. He is our correction. Uh, So we're going to have a lot of guests on. um, And also, number one fan Doug is stopping by. Uh, uh, Supposedly, Randall Holt is going to be subbing in for us one episode. We're hoping to get him here on Sunday. That's the goal. Excellent. Uh, We all have special shirts this year. Uh, They're pretty cool. Uh, we'll be doing a lot of Facebook Live. So even if you missed us, go back to our Facebook page, History of Bad Ideas, and you can look at a lot of our videos Yay. and pictures. So uh, I'm excited, though. This is going to be a good year, a good, good couple days. And we get to bullshit for three days. True. And you were on vacation all this past week. I was. How was that? It was fun. Went to, did the rafting trip. Whitewater rafting? Whitewater rafting. Mm-hmm. It, it, was, it was a unique experience. Never quite... Got a lot of rain the night before we uh, went, so they were releasing less water from the dam. So the part of the river between the dam and where the first big tributary was real low. Okay. But then once the other tributaries started joining the river, it went real high. Did you have a lot more five class fives this year? It's the same number of okay. class fives, but they you approach them completely different depending on the height of the river, and like the the one the one class five rapid, it's called Pillow Rock. Mm-hmm. It was the lowest I have ever rafted. This is I've done it like a dozen times before or whatnot. Mm. This was the lowest the river has ever been when I came to that rapid. Oh. Then we, a couple rapids later, like I noticed that there's the one when we get out of the rapid Sweets Falls, there's this big rock they call Postage Dew. That was the highest I've ever seen the water at Postage Dew. So just the opposite. So of- it was just the opposite. And it was it was kind of weird. Our guide was like, I'm not sure how, how, how to quite do this because, you know, I'm going to be running the river different early than I will at the end. And But it was fun. No one fell out. We... Was it the most challenging one that you've ever gone on? I don't think so, mainly because everyone's been ex- was experienced. Okay, and knows what to do. I know what to do. Um, didn't fall out, so obviously it wasn't That's as good. challenging as the other times. No one did on your raft out. fell out. No one on our. You had raft a six fell or eight. Out. We had a six. Six. Well, it was supposed to be a four, but we decided because of the uh, rain we had the night before that we would rather just do a a six, mm-hmm. and then we had one. A uh, single person join our boat, so there were five of us in the guide in the okay. raft. I always liked a four, but the six is fun too. I, I 
personally, the, the, the larger the raft, the safer it is. Mm -hmm. But then there's also some times where there might be tough getting through things. Like there was one rapid where everybody else is getting stuck because they had bigger boats. Yeah. Uh, so like the smaller the river will be, the you know the, the harder it is for the bigger boats to get through. But I see. I always I never liked the eight man boats. I've done that a couple of times. It's not yeah. bad. It's still fun. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. I like the smaller ones. I yeah. like you have more responsibility to it. Of course, you can also fuck up a lot worse. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so. So, with that being said, we're now three minutes away from opening up. Oh, nope, two, one minute now Ooh. Uh, from opening up. We took a break there for a second, people. Uh, yeah. We are not going to have any ups or downs because this is a pretty big up. I would say this is just the up. I, I'm pretty excited about it. Yep. So, we got a nice booth, very nice booth. I'm ready to give away the Miss Cleo game during trivia. I'm excited oh, about that. It's got to be special. It is. We just can't give that away to anybody. <laughs> So, uh-oh, I see security. I don't think that's real security, though. That's so. S.H.I.E.L.D. It's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Ooh, I'm scared. Uh, let's see here. Let's do some listener feedback. Uh, we're going to start with number one fan, Doug. Because that's who we always start with. Can't give yourself a nickname. A pans. That's right. Uh, he's going to go with, we'll do this one. Will Venom do better than Justice League at the box office? I think we've talked about this briefly before. Justice League made about two twenty-five, I think. Yeah, Justice League did decent money. I can't see Venom making that money. I know everyone was disappointed at what they did at the box office, but I can't see Venom doing that. Uh, the Cobra I'm, guy's walking by our booth again. That's right. We have GI Joe down here. Uh, I'm going to see. Let me get, keep talking, Jeff, because I'm trying to get Venom's. Uh, Venom is tracking for fifty-five to sixty-five million dollar opening weekend. I think that's very optimistic. And even if they get that, I'm not sure they'll get to the two hundred fifty million overall. It just got rated PG thirteen. Okay. Um, I think that's a good thing. Oh, if they want to make money, yes. Uh, Deadpool showed that you didn't need that. You could do an R rating. I think for Venom, if they're trying to do a Spider Verse, I think they need to do a PG thirteen. Oh, if they certainly want to hook this up into the Spider Man universe, they do. And. Uh, yeah, with the Venom. I think what Deadpool had going for it is it had the humor behind it, where mm -hmm. Venom is not going to be humorous. So I have you, a, if it's rated R, you're going for straight horror action, R-rated horror fans. Tom Hardy is uh, three movies they signed him for. So doesn't I, mean it's all Venom. Yeah, I mean, oh, but, well, good for him. but I think if you did a smart... Ooh. I think if you did a smart thing with them, and this is just my idea, because you're, you're eventually going to put Carnage in it. I get it, okay? Because he's about the only villain that Venom has, yeah. besides Spider-Man. Yeah, because Venom himself is a villain. Yes. I think what they're trying to do, because they're build, they're making a Silk movie, they're, build, they're doing a, uh, what is it, a sil uh, Silver Sable or whatever it is, and another Spider-Man uh, character. They're building all these little Spider-Man character worlds and movies. I think what they're, you, if they were smart, they would build that all up and then have a giant mount monster movie in, you know, 10 years or whatever, five years, you know, when Tom Hardy's third movie comes out and have it Venom and Silk and all of them versus Carnage and his group of bad guys. I think you could do it well. Could be. But you know what's going to happen? They're going to make Carnage in the second one. They're going to blow their load then. Oh, yeah, they're going to go straight to Carnage. What, yeah. I, and that's what my thing is. I don't think Venom's going to show up in this movie at all. I think he's going to show. Well, I think he's going to show up for about a total of fifteen minutes of screen time. 
Oh, that would be burying the lead so hard. I know, but I don't. I, I mean, don't. People want to see Venom. They don't want to see Tom Hardy, angsty. Yeah. I mean, yeah, do you they, see they, Tom they, Hardy <laughs> angsty? <laughs> well, if the script is right, I don't have a problem with Tom Hardy being angsty. But I don't think Tom Hardy being Venom being angsty. Uh, they need the Venom. They need the fight. They need the yeah the costume. I, I'm worried about. Are you seeing it opening weekend? No, nah, me neither. This is the, one of the few ones I'm not. I I, I think I will see it. Maybe <laughs> we still have to watch Justice League. I still have to see Deadpool two. Ooh, yeah, you should see Deadpool. I know, too. I know. That, has that been released on video? Not yet. I'm waiting for it to go to direct uh, whatever it is. Direct uh, download, TV, download or whatever it is. Yeah. So uh, let's see. So thanks, Doug, for that. Uh, <laughs> I hope that answered your question. <laughs> Part of me as I'm dying here. Uh, Bob uh, has, if Henry Cavill is out as Superman, should DC just let Tim Burton finally make his Nicolas Cage movie? Yes. <laughs> Why not? I won't watch it, but then again, like I said, I still have yet to see Justice League, so I'm not the audience you're going for. Well, we got a couple podcasts in the cans after this weekend, so I think we need to watch it one week. We do. Um, I'm, I'm curious uh, if Henry Cavill is actually out. What do you think? Oh, I suppose I was... I didn't read deep into those articles talking about it, but I was under the impression... He's done? He's done, yeah. Thanos came and got him and uh, Ben Affleck <laughs> in one fell swoop. <laughs> Why and, not? And Ray Fisher's out, too, as Cyborg. He, he's, he's not optimistic about any other ones, either. No, I think they just need to pretty much scrap everything but uh, Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman. You could do it, too, and, with Flashpoint. Oh, and Aquaman can... Uh, I'm actually looking forward to Aquaman. Yeah, I, I, that one I still probably will watch opening night. I, I'm As much crap as I give you about Aquaman, I, I, I still want to see it. And Jason Momoa. Mm. Mm, Momoa abs. Uh, let's see here. Bob also has another one. How many Joker movies are they making, and why are they doing this to us? Well, didn't they say at least three? Well, the Joker movies are different because they're doing more Elseworlds. Well, okay, Joke well, Elseworlds. Yeah. But they're making not necessarily three different movies with Joker in them. Correct. Whether they're Joker-centric or Joker's just a I hope minor he comes back character. for Suicide Squad 2. <laughs> are they still doing a Suicide Squad They two? are. Uh, no one has been able to confirm who the villain is. That's the scary part. The rumor was Black Adam, which they don't need any mystics. We've talked about that. Yeah. Um, personally, I would do uh, something like the um, Black Mask from uh, uh, Batman. He's a crime lord, has a skull mask. He's pretty cool. I would have no issue with that. He's more street level. Uh, but, yeah, I, I really hope they did not put Joker back into it. They'll probably have a scene. If, if Harley's in it, it would be tough for them not to force Joker in it. Somehow, some way, you know they're going to force him in it. Oh yeah. Speak of forcing, look at look who we got a celebrity now. Oh it's no, Kevin James is here. Jason has his Kevin James mask. It is creepy. Which for some reason he thought was a good idea to. I'm, get one. Oh, I'm going to wear this because I think people are going to come to the booth with the Kevin James mask on. People say, "Hey, look, Kevin James is here, and we didn't even know it." You know, I was in uh, the movie Chuck and Larry. It was a good movie. <laughs> really set back, uh, set uh, forward the uh, rights movement. Really. Set back forward? Well, you know, whatever. Shut up. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we also have from Nikki. 
from Pumazili. Speaking of Nikki, I'll be seeing Manu Bennett. Did I mention that? Uh, let's see here. Uh, do we need award shows anymore? Do they serve a purpose? I don't watch them, and they have never influenced what I enjoy. Eh, we never needed them in the first place, but it's always fun to see what the what the people in the industry think is worthwhile. You know, I I'm glad that the Oscars decide not to do the favorite popular did they yeah they pulled it back good for them that was a terrible decision i'll be honest i was shocked that they actually pulled it back and they listened i know that everybody hated it but i'm glad that they at least listened and said ah fuck it we're not doing this anymore no i'll give them more credit for deciding instead of being pig-headed and stubborn Mm -hmm. to realize oh maybe we need to rethink this yeah um yeah I, i could i watch award shows I really shouldn't but I do and I like I like seeing the monologues and that but they drag on it's like a four hour wrestling show it just drags <laughs> uh, the Emmys are on uh, they were on last night <laughs> if, if this comes out on Tuesday uh, they were on the night before uh, and Colin Jost and Michael Che Jost but close Jost. enough Jost okay. it came close uh, they were on uh, they're the host of it and I'll watch, the Emmys I feel like are a little bit more lighthearted, uh, but by hour or two I'm pretty much done and kind of like the Oscars, I'm kind of done on hour two as well. So, do they influence what movies you watch? I will be more apt to see something that's won. I saw three. It, oh, go ahead. Oh no, yeah, like three billboards. I'm more apt to see now. That was a good movie. Um, good movie. I don't know if I'm more apt to see like The Shape of Water, even though that won Best Picture. I you mean, never saw that? I haven't seen it. If I see it, I was gonna. If I watch it, it won't be because it won. It'll be because I got around to seeing it. Mm-hmm. What it, winning is neither here nor there in that decision process. But there are some that uh, go, oh, let, like I don't think I saw Birdman until after it won. Ugh, I had no desire to see it. And I really liked it. I know. I thought Birdman was a very well done movie. What about that tap dancing movie or whatever that uh, Scab Jeff liked? La La Land? Yeah. That didn't win. Oh, no, that didn't win. That's right. <laughs> Moonlight won. I do want to see Moonlight, though. I'm intrigued by that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, from Meow God, will you cosplay? And if you did, who would it be as? Well, I got that already. I'm Kevin James. Woo! Yeah, that's terrible cosplay. Well, it's Kevin James' a terrible human being. So, um, but yeah, uh, I will not cosplay. Uh, I would, I wouldn't mind, but with us running a booth, I just, I try not to dress up because it gets hot in here on Saturdays. Oh yeah, I'm not opposed to cosplaying. The biggest problem I have is I don't have the money to put into a good cosplay. That doesn't stop a lot of people. Oh, it doesn't, but it would stop me. I would like, I don't know if I want to see you in spandex. Why not? I think I'd look good in spandex. Mmm, pleather. How about pleather? Isn't that what spandex is? Sure, why not? So, from Besotted Geek, Canadian of the Year, and just all around a good person, uh, who at the expo would you most want to have on the show? Ooh. Well, not Nikolai. Well, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, yeah, there have been a couple of last-minute cancellations, so some people we've been promoting these past many months are not here. That is true. That is true. And while I would love to have Nikolai Costa-Waldo on the show, he has uh, chosen not to be here for I didn't hear... Uh, We're going to say filming reasons. Sure. We're going to say filming reasons. You know who is here? Kevin James. 
No, I'm Kevin James. I make crappy films. So that's Jason's impersonation of Kevin James. I think I could do better. I don't think you can do worse. <laughs> oh, that's another question later on. Uh, let's um, see. So who is here that I would I want would do, to? Uh, Manu Bennett is the one I want. I would assume so. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. Peter Mayhew? I'm trying to think if there's somebody. But Peter Mayhew would be a good one. I do like Peter I mean, Mayhew. anytime you can have someone tell stories about... Uh, the original filming of the original Star Wars movies. That would always be interesting stories. Uh, I would like Agent Phil Coulson here. Clark Gregg. Clark Gregg. I just want to ask him about Sports Night. Could you technically save the show? <laughs> Could you? Because it was a classic show. I'm going to... Uh, Andreas Molinari. Yes, Moriarty. Uh, <laughs> I want to know how he fights Sherlock. Uh, I, I want to know that. He's from The Shepherd. You're, you're uh, evil. I don't think he's here today. I think he's here tomorrow on Saturday. Um, so there you go, Besotted Geek. Manu Bennett, please come over. Uh, let's see here. Uh, yes, but... No, take it back. LeVar Burton. Oh, take a look. It's in a book. The Reading Rainbow. Uh, from uh, Hysteria 51. What are people, say, people saying about Tom Cruise in Green Lantern? Would you want him as Green Lantern, Tom Cruise? He runs a lot. Oh, you mean being the actor? Hal in, Jordan. How, no. No, I wouldn't want him. I don't want Tom Cruise near any Marvel or superhero film. Granted, I honestly think Tom Cruise would be better than Ryan Reynolds as Hal Jordan. I don't think that was Ryan Reynolds' fault. Well, I just, Ryan Reynolds just isn't the, he comes, when you hire someone with a a known past and whatnot, Mm -hmm. he comes along with that baggage. He was perfect as Deadpool. I agree with you on that. You know, Wade Wilson and uh, Hal Jordan are not the same person, the same actor. It's tough to have him do them both. Yeah. Um, I do not want him in, as Hal Jordan. I want. I, I would love Nathan Fillion as Hal Jordan. The, I agree with that. I think Nathan Fillion would be a great Hal Jordan. Uh, I would actually rather have a Kyle Rayner, though. Yeah, and, I'm tired of Hal Jordan being Green Lantern. Who's the asshole one? Guy Gardner? Yeah, yeah nobody wants him. Yeah, well, his stupid 1990s haircut. And and the his, like, what, Letterman jacket type oh, look of yes. his, his Green Lantern is a jacket. That guy was a douchebag. You, you know in high school he was. He, you know he was the jock. Oh, I, yeah, that's exactly what he was. Oh, was he? Yeah. I don't remember his backstory, that's why. Uh, let's see here. Um, from uh, Let's see, from Sean at Pittsburgh Nerd, which should be rebooted first, Buckaroo Banzai or The Last Starfighter? Um, the last Starfighter should be first. I have to admit, I'm going to lose my nerd cred here. I don't think I've seen either. Is any of them good? No. Oh, okay. I'm saying that, and Sean's probably mad at me because I think he likes Buckaroo Banzai, but uh, no, it's not good. I, with the Buckaroo Banzai, though, is that like a space movie or a western? Both. Is it both? I, I, I swear to you, everybody talks great about Buckaroo Banzai. I couldn't get into it. Uh, and, and I don't get it. I've seen, like, a trailer or, like, online, like, two minutes, and I was like, I don't get this at all. Uh, so, I'm in the same boat. Uh, from Amy, formerly of Culture Babble. Hi, Amy. If you come on down, you can be on our show. Can't confirm that. Uh, is Cincinnati Chili really just the pumpkin spice of chili? For people that don't know, Cincinnati Chili has, like, uh, well, Skyline here, the restaurant, uh, is a popular sky, uh, restaurant. 
that makes chili, and they have chocolate added yeah. into it. Well, it's not just Skyline. Skyline is the most popular Correct. of all Gold these Star style. Has, has but, it. I mean, there, there, there's many, many, many different restaurants mm-hmm. with their own slight tweaks on the recipe. Yeah. But uh, pretty much it's a recipe created by Greek immigrants. So it's it was kind of a, you know, flavors that they're used to mixed with, you know, flavors that are available to, you know, immigrants, especially when they're down on their luck, mm-hmm. poor. And then there's just throughout the years, you know, enhanced upon or whatever and came out with this what us Cincinnatians really like. Most people from out of town are either afraid of it or uh, aren't sure what to think when they first try it. I like it. I like it. I love Skyline Chili. Do you like Skyline or Gold Star? I like them all. Do you? I mean, they're all slightly different and all depends on what mood you're in or what you're in. I, I hate people that will say, I only like one and not the other. That bugs the hell out of me. It's like, you know, each of them has, is, it's different and they're good in their own ways. Do you do onions and mustard on cheese conies? I'll do, uh, on, I'll do mustard, but no onions. Raw onions are nasty. Can't eat them. See, I feel like once in a while I throw the onions on just to be different and it's, it's good, but yeah. I can't do it every time. I can't uh, do it. Welcome to... Food talk on uh, Hobie Network. No, but I can't. T- oh, just one or two raw onions get on my coney, and it ruins the entire coney. I feel like though, anytime you mention Cincinnati chili, people go ape shit. Like, oh, that's not real chili. It's not Texas chili or whatever. Yeah, and you know what else isn't Texas <laughs> chili? Chili with beans in it. See, I don't mind chili with beans. Yeah, but Texas Texas chili don't have beans in it. Really? So, really? Oh, that's not that's communist. Yeah. So if you. Uh, Put beans in your chili, you're not making real chili. You like my wife's chili. I do like your wife's chili. It's really good. Hey, wait a minute. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> I think it sounds great. Hey, hey, hey. We're not that type of podcast. Well, read into it what you will. <laughs> like a reading rainbow. Uh, let's see here. From Kevin at Cincy Explorer. Uh, let's see here. Uh, what's more enjoyable sport to watch, tennis or golf? Tennis. Yeah, I agree with you on that. On TV. Yeah, I could watch yeah. tennis. Uh, once in a while, though, golf is very uh, soothing sometimes. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not an anti, oh, God, I can't believe you watch golf on television type person like a lot of people I know are. And I understand why. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can watch it, but only in small doses. And when tennis, you're watching a match. In golf, you're watching jump around from hole to hole to hole to hole. Mm-hmm. And, and I'd just rather enjoy just watching the match that's in front of me than trying to catch up with everybody on the course at the same time. I feel like golf would be interesting, if uh, a lot better to watch, if they could fight each other while going to the next hole, the next tee, in the golf carts. I like oh, Kind it. of jousting? Or, or Mad Max, like a Mad Max Fury Road one. Um, I think that could work out well. I could, I could see that. But professional golfers don't use carts. I know, that's what annoys me. That's what I know. Of course, the guy that had the handicap that couldn't walk that well. Yeah. Oh, my God. Let's get not, You know, that's just unfair. He shouldn't be competing. Who the fuck cares? Let him go. Oh, he does. Well, I know, but let him yeah. let, him, let him get a cart. Who cares? He's good. Let Everybody him go. else who has to walk? Oh, care. fuck it. If he can't walk the holes, you know, this guy, this guy couldn't do it physically. He's playing a sport, though. I nah, mean, okay. part of playing a sport is that you physically can do it. The last guy that walking between the holes is a requirement of the sport. It's like saying, "Well, I can't tackle, but I should be allowed to play football." Flag football. One guy has flag football. 
<laughs> I like that idea. I like that idea. Of course, after watching the Bengals-Ravens uh, game last night, I have no idea what a tackle is allowed anymore. Oh, you fell on the quarterback with your weight. That's a penalty. Oh, really? Did I miss that? I don't know if that happened last night. It happened two oh. weeks ago. Oh, okay. A lot, a couple of different players. Not just the Bengals, oh, yeah. but Carlos Dunlop sacked Andrew Luck. Oh, I heard the whole And he fell on him one. because he tackled him. Yeah, he put his weight behind the tackle. I wonder like, how you put your weight yeah. behind it. Isn't that what you're supposed to do when tackling? I don't know. I'm telling you, I think you should do quarterback should be flags. Everyone else is tackled. Quarterbacks are flags. If that's how they want to do it, I'm if fine with that. If you want to protect them, go ahead and do it. That's my issue. Uh, let's see here. Uh, and I think that's our professor number one did not send any new questions in. He's probably stalking us. He's probably one of the guys in cosplay that's, you know, trying to figure out how to get a, get to us. I don't know. Across this, across from us is Hero Strong and uh, the Magic Wheelchair Booth. They're not there yet. I think Dr. Number One's going to hide in there. I Could think that's be. Him. I'm scared. Um, okay, so let's do a little face-off. We have four shows. I'd like to take his, his face off. Yes. I love face-off. Face-off, Jeff, what is that? That is when we take two or multiple factions... And uh, that are suggested by listeners, and we pit them against each other, and in our opinions, we decide who would win in a head-to-head face-off. This week, it's from Kevin at Cincy Explorer. I like this one. Drax the Destroyer versus Bane. Ooh. What do you think? Now, this is not Drax the Destroyer from Bautista, because he quit Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Because of James Gunn. He didn't quit. He threatened to quit and then said, oh, I mean, I'll do what I'm contractually obligated to do, but it's not what I signed up for. On the side, though, they have an out since Thanos killed him. Oh, yeah. I heard that they were reworking the end of... Who uh, would you put in that situation, though? You could... To join Guardians of the Galaxy for three. Guess you could to have Adam Warlock. Or you get rid of Drax and just have the people. I mean, they so They got Lo- uh, Mantis. Mantis. You got Nebula, if she's still alive. You got Gamora. Gamora's dead. She got thrown off. Oh, like, she's not coming back. I, ho- I hope she does. I hope she doesn't, because I. they would have to find some great way of explaining mm. her coming back. Uh, you got Rocket and Groot and Star-Lord. That's your five right now. Mantis is kind of a weak character. Uh, yeah, she's she's humorous, but she's does she's not an action part of, part of it. Um, I don't know. I mean, you could do Adam Warlock. You could do Captain Marvel. She could join, but I feel like she's more with the Nova Corps. You could get Sylvester Stallone or whatever he was. You know what? I, w- I actually wouldn't have an issue with that. He or can... or you get uh, <laughs> James Gunn's brother's character you to know be what? a. I have no issue member. with that if he comes back. He might not. Yeah, just because of his brother. Craglin, is that his name? I was actually surprised that they did not bring James Gunn back, to be honest with you. I, it, I'm not. They, they didn't want to admit that once they made a decision that it was the wrong decision. People are too stubborn to admit they screwed up, which is why I'm surprised the Academy backed off on... I was shocked with the Academy with their thing. Okay, so here we go. we got Drax versus Bane. I feel like Drax would win because he could cut the cords to Bane's uh, Venom thing that makes him the superpower. 
Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out, you know, which versions and blah, blah, blah. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Drax is an alien. Mm-hmm. Aliens will always be... Humans. Humans. Doesn't matter. They, they always make them stronger because of their alien physiology. They're stronger mm-hmm. than humans. But the original Drax was human who was altered. Yeah. So, so what are you going with? I don't know. I, what, think, I think I'm going to go with Drax because Bane still... Just because he needs something to uh, get by. Mm-hmm. needs his, his mask. If he, you know easy for that to get destroyed in a fight with someone who, even if you're going toe-to-toe with, once the mask gets destroyed, Bane's in trouble. I feel like Drax's swords, or his knives, could cut those tubes pretty quick. I feel like he's quick enough. So there you go. Uh, I'm picking Drax, and Jeff is picking Drax. Yes. Change approved. Change approved. That was Idris Elba? No, that's... Oh. There we go. Change approved is... <laughs> or Idris Elba after swimming. Ah, <laughs> oh, poor Idris. Let's do some news of the geek. It's time for another installment of the news of the geek. This is Cincinnati Comic Expo edition. So, uh, let's see here from poor per up rocks. Uh, let's see the Mobile Bay Bears. This might be one of my favorite stories of the week. The AA affiliate of the Los Angeles Angels are moving north to Madison, Alabama. I'm sorry. Just outside of Huntsville in 2020. With this move, they're also getting a new name and left the decision up to the fans, who did not disappoint. Why do people leave it up to the fans? It never works out well. (laughs) It always works out well. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, The Bay Bears will be now known as the Rocket City Trash Pandas. Which is immediately the best team name in all sports. It wins. I agree. Trash Panda is slang for rat, raccoon. And, well, North Alabama has lots of raccoons. This also was made famous because of Rocket Raccoon when Star-Lord called him a trash uh, panda. Uh, let's see here. Rocket City is in honor of Huntsville being the home of the U.S. Space and Rocket Center. And when combined, it's pretty spectacular. Ball Corps, which owns the team, made the announcement on Wednesday... Uh, and when's, or a couple weeks ago, sorry. And says yeah. Trash Pandas beat out Thunder Sharks. <laughs> it's a Thunder Shark. I like the Thunder Sharks. Moon Possums. That one I don't particularly care. Space Chips and Comet Jockeys. Uh, moon Possums might be the best, better than Trash Pandas is what they are saying in this article. In the fan voting, though, Trash Pandas won handily with over 44% of the vote. I like Trash Pandas over Moon Possums. I like the Thunder Sharks just because I want to see what it what it means. It probably has something to do with Sharknadoes or something. Uh, the official logo for the Trash Pandas, Pandas will not be unveiled until October 27th, but we are optimistic for their look. As as I. Let's see here. Uh, let's see. Um, per WLWT, uh, for those who love the outdoors, can now continue to exude the passion even in death. Instead of traditional cast- caskets, an Arkansas-based company last year began offering boat-shaped ones with camouflage pattern interiors as a final resting place. Glory Boat's owner, Joel Schmidt, thought, the idea of, thought of the idea when his father ended up in the hospital after a bad fall prompting him to think about final arrangements. If you hadn't told me what you wanted, I might have just buried you in a fishing boat, Schmidt quipped at the time. Luckily, his father survived, but he's now agreed that a glory boat's casket would be a fitting final resting place for him when the time comes. And although they look like boats, they're used to be strictly for caskets. So do not go sailing yeah, in these don't, don't go sailing caskets. In, yeah. 
They, they, they just look like they don't function as boats. If you do, you're going to end up in a casket. Uh, good thing. You're, already got, you're yeah. going to a watery grave. There you go. They offer three casket models with varying interior, varying interior designs. Woodland camo, marsh grass, and pink camo. I hate pink camo. I hate it. I do, too. And my wife hates it, uh, like when they do the uh, jerseys, football and ba- baseball jerseys. The women's versions yeah. always with pink. She's like, and... I want to wear a fucking real jersey. Yeah. Can I wear a jersey just cut for the right proportions? Yeah. And I don't need it to be pink. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. They cost $2,800. Schmidt said they've gotten requests from all over the country. He says it's kind of a niche product uh, for people aimed at people outdoors. Well, of course. Uh, Glory Boats is also hoping to bring attention to making funeral, funeral arrangements. Men are often the least likely to plan their funerals, except if your name is Blake, leaving their families with the burden of deciding just what Dad might would have liked. So, Viking funerals is what everyone wants. Though. Are you going with the Viking funeral? I don't understand why I wouldn't. Okay, that's a good call. <laughs> I, just, I feel like when we shoot the arrow at the boat, though, on the Ohio River, since Ohio is not always the cleanest, I feel like the whole river is going to go up in flames. Hey, we're, we're out of the 70s when the... Uh, Toxic sludge? Yeah. Back when Cleveland Rivers caught on fire. And finally, and also, let's go back to the first uh, thing. Is there any other superhero names you would like? I'm hmm. sorry, what, huh? It's for baseball minor league team name. Oh, oh, going back to the trash pandas. Sorry, I <laughs> should have pre- uh, preferenced that a little bit better. The Drax oh. Destroyers? Eh. I don't think you want to, you, you don't want to take a real trademarked character yeah. or anything or any copyrighted that's uh, Rocket City fits Trash Pandas I do fit. like the Rocket City Trash Pandas I really do uh, well that was good we didn't come up with any uh, <laughs> yeah uh, no uh, the Web Slingers eh. wah, wah, wah. just throwing things out there Aww. Uh Joker City Crowbars Aww. Uh, let's I see. I thought you could be the Gotham something, the Gotham Knights. Still, oh, wait, that's the, what they actually have in, yes, the, yes. in, in the DC universe. Unfortunately, you would have Heinz Ward on your team. Uh, hey, Pittsburgh, what a tie. Anyways, let's see here. <laughs> I'm shocked by your ability to show up. Uh, let's see. Per TV Insider, this one was for me. Thank you, intern Hackney. A classic DC comic supervillain is coming to the Flash. Uh, America's Got Talent alum and contortionist Troy James has been tapped to play Peter Merkel, a.k.a. Ragdoll, in the fifth episode of the upcoming season five. Actually, ooh, I like Ragdoll. I do like Ragdoll. character. He's have you different. Seen, have you seen Troy James? No. Troy James would contort his bodies in the creepiest of ways. And if you watch him, even his facial expressions, his head looks like it's too big for his body. But the way he contorts his body is impressive. And so I was very happy with this. I'm a fan of America's Got Talent. Character was introduced in a 1942 issue of Flash as a triple-jointed son of a carnival barker, who isn't, who fell into a life of crime after hiding himself inside a child's toy to knock over a department store. Uh, Merkel, Merkel's, given Merkel's unique abilities, casting him required finding an actor of impressive, almost superhuman flexibility. Superhuman flexibility. James fits that bill, and then some, having blown the minds of America Got Talent viewers and judges with a limb rearranging audition earlier this summer. It really is impressive. I'll is, put it up on our Facebook is page. Is it freaky to watch? It is kind of freaky. But it's, it, you know what, when they said they cast him, I was like, you know what, 
that fits him. James, who got his start as a performer at Canada's Wonderland theme park, has previously displayed his bendy skills as Mandibus Demon on Shadowhunters, as Channel Zero's Father Time, and as an undead mongrel on the strain. His ragdoll joins the previously announced Cicada, played by Chris Klein, known famously for Street Fighter, on season five. <laughs> That's what he's known for? <laughs> yes. I thought it was Rollerball. Uh, oh, boing. Best special effects ever. Uh, I actually am intrigued by this season because I like Ragdoll. I'm intrigued to see what Chris Klein can do as Cicada. They got some decent names. Uh, so I'm okay with that. Cicada's a decent name? I meant Chris Klein's a decent name. Oh. I like to see what he does Chris Klein's that. a decent name? Yes. Shut up. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you bees. So there you go. There is your news of the geek. If you like listening to this podcast, then I guarantee you're going to love Thinking Outside the Long Box and our scintillating interviews with pop culture celebrities. I have a responsibility, not just to my son, but to everyone I meet, to let you see this is what you can do. This is what you can have. Look at how different I am. My God, look at all these people here. Can I be more different? Jesus Christ. But it doesn't stop me. So why should it stop you? Our discussions on the classics of pop culture literature and movies. This version of Night of the Living Dead, I regard personally as my favorite movie of all time. Oh, really? I can trace it back to that movie for my love for for movies and, and, and entertainment. And of course, our intelligent discussion on all things pop culture. Reading, passively reading the comic book. That's good. Here, I'll put it close to the mic. Oh, listen to me flip the pages passively. Yes. And then, so this is aggressive comic book reading. Oh, man, yes! It's so good! It's like that. Wow. Well, maybe not so intelligent. To listen to us, search for Thinking Outside the Long Box at iTunes or Stitcher, or find us at www.totlb.com. Now back to your super interesting show. bombs all right this is normally where we list the bombs of the weekend but since we're recording before most of the movies are actually released this weekend we don't know how they actually did the meg made a lot of money crazy rich agents made a lot of money the end no crazy rich agents made a lot of money in the meg eh, it was there uh the nun fell i'm going to say that From number one prop <laughs> yes she was looking at prinder <laughs> look it up kids Okay, what do we got for upcoming, though, Jeff? September 21st, it looks like? Yeah, September 21st, which should be when you listen to this as a newly released episode, this upcoming Friday. Yes. We have Fahrenheit 11.9. Ooh. What's that about? Uh, that is a 2000, or I'm sorry, American political documentary by Michael Moore. Same guy that made Fahrenheit 9.11? Yep. About the 2016 United States presidential election and the presidency of Donald Trump. The documentary was originally intended to be funded by the Harvey Weinstein and Bob Weinstein before the sex abuse allegations. 
Budget is four to five million from private funding. Are you excited about this? Not at all. Remember when he made decent documentaries? No. Do you remember when he made documentaries? <laughs> How about that? <laughs> uh, I remember when he made Roger and Me. <laughs> okay. That, that was probably the last close to... I mean, now he's just spouting out political rhetoric. I mean, I'm so over po- politics, I don't even give a shit. I don't even give a I shit. I mean, it's like, do, do we need a documentary about how terrible Trump's regime is? We live it every day on the... And the other thing is, too, like, Doug and I were talking about on the best episode ever. Uh, we were talking about, like, Sasha, Sasha Baron Cohen going after Roy Moore, and who's a piece of shit, and uh, not allegedly on that, and uh, also um, Sarah Palin. It's like, yeah, but it's low-hanging fruit. It's easy. If you really want to get somebody, make it, you know, go after other people that, you know, make it more difficult. Go after Paul Ryan. I want to see you talk to him. You know, Hillary Clinton, I know, yeah. obviously, they're not going to get yeah. it on the show. But at the same time, I feel like they oh, yeah. always pick at the same low-hanging fruit. It's like, okay, it's not even a challenge. I mean, yeah, if you're really trying to get something, try and get Mitch McConnell. I reckon I'm Mitch. I'm a turtle. Dubba-dubba. Hooray. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the house, What else has come out, Jeff? Oh, uh, yeah. We got The House with a Clock in Its Walls. Uh, let's see. It's a fantasy film directed by Eli Roth. Really? Wow. I didn't realize he was the director on this one. Based on the 1973 novel of the same name by John Belairs. I don't know about the novel at all, but I saw some ads for this, and I thought it looked pretty interesting. It's, uh, it's Jack Black, Kate Blanchett, and Owen Vakara. Uh, follows a young boy who goes to live with his uncle in a creaky old house. Uh, there's some magic involved, witchcraft. It looks decent. Um, you think it looks decent even with Jack Black? I know your hatred of Oh, him. Jack Black. Oh, my God. I can't stand that guy. I can't believe Eli Roth wanted to, is directing it. You know, uh, the original idea was, and I'm not bullshit. I heard this on another podcast. Eli Roth was set to direct The Meg, and the reason that he dropped out is because they wouldn't let him play the Jason Statham character. He wanted to do it. Yes. He wanted the main character. Yes. And just show you how long ago this was in development, George Clooney was originally cast. That's how long it's been in development, the Meg. Not the house with the clock in the walls. Yeah. Uh, so it just, I just saw Eli Roth's name, so I just brought that up. Uh, yeah, I mean, this doesn't look horrible, but I can't stand Jack Black. But it is smart that he is going towards kids. He did Goosebumps. He did yeah. this until Goosebumps 2 cut him because he was too much money. He cost $7 million. They said, yeah, we can cut your character. Have a good day. Yeah, we really don't need could. an R.L. Stein in Goosebumps. No, they don't. I actually thought it was a little crazy that they had him in the first one as R.L. Stein. So they saved $7 million with that. Uh, what else we got? And also coming out, we got Life Itself. Okay. Uh, let's see. That is Life Itself centers on a couple played by Oscar Isaac and Olivia Wilde which leads a multi-generational love story spanning both decades and continents, from the streets of New York to the Spanish countryside, and all are connected by a single event. Written and directed by Dan Fogelman. Ooh. Who, does, who is Dan Fogelman? I'll look that up. I, think, I I thought God, I thought he was an actor, but I might be thinking of somebody else. Fogelman did uh, This Is Us, doesn't he? Oh, wait, Dan Fogelman, here we go. American television producer. Uh, Tangled, Crazy Stupid Love, and Cars. He did Tangled? That movie's crap. Those are screenplays he wrote. I'm getting stared at by Doug. 
Unless there's another Dan Fogelman Tangled out there. Tangled, the best Disney movie? What are you yes. talking about? Yes. Do we have security at our table? Oh. <laughs> yes, you're right. This is us, creator Dan Fogelman. Dan Fogelman, this is us. Now that's the show. If you want to be depressed, that's the show. Dear God. I don't know why, but it is. Ooh, we did Gallivant, if you liked that. Gallivant? Oh. Pitch. Okay. A TV show that you talked about a lot. I did like Pitch. I did like Pitch. Let's do some top five, Jeff, and wrap this episode up. He did Bolt. Oh, he did Bolt. Last Vegas, The Neighbors, and Cars 2. Bolt took a lot of time to get to where it wanted to go. It was not the greatest. Me and Earl and the Dying Girl, Fred Claus, The Guilt Trip. Fred Claus? Oh, God. 17 again? No. With George Burns? No, I think that was 18 again. Oh, sorry. Oh, 17 again with Zac Efron. Yes. And uh, was it Matthew Perry? Yes. (laughs) It's no like father, like son. No. Or vice vice versa. versa. Or Freaky Friday. There's our top five uh, <laughs> body switching. switching movies. I think we did. Oh, that was shape shifting. So. <laughs> Jeff, that music means top five. All right. What is our top five for this episode? Top five favorite TV superheroes, including Netflix. And I feel odd. We're going to be like an hour on this episode. Yeah, we're, we're trying to get it short so we can actually interact with the people yes. here at the the expo. So, uh, And there's only me and you manning the booth this week, today, yeah. not this weekend. Jim will be here. We have a couple other guys. Scab Jeff's coming tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, so we got a lot of people coming this weekend. It's just Friday is the rough one because it's their first day. So uh, top five this week is top five TV superheroes. Jeff, what's your number five? Uh, my f- number five favorite TV superhero mm-hmm. is the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Pink Ranger. I knew that was coming. That was good. You love the Pink Ranger. I love the Pink Ranger. Kimberly is he- great. Was she here last year? Or two years ago? I'm trying to remember. Was Roger here last year? Did they have uh, Amy Jo Johnson? Or that was two years ago, maybe. I think they had the blue one yes, last year. Yeah, I think I do remember uh, Billy. The blue. There's Wolverine but- walking. He's got claws. Uh oh. Uh, okay, so that's your number five. My number five is Jessica Jones. The six episodes I saw, I love her character that much. Should I hurt you right now? Why? What was that? You saw six episodes of Jessica Jones. Fine, I'll take put, her out. You ready? And you're putting her on your as your number five. Because that's your number one. So <laughs> I'm going to skip that one. I'll put that as an honorable mention. Number five for me is The Flash. I really okay. like the character. I don't get to see it enough Specifically because... Specifically the current uh, TV show. show on the I did CW. Like, I did like the 1980s version, or 1990, I think it was. Yeah, early 90s. I like it. I like the character. I have problems with the show, you know? And so yeah. they need to build Star Labs up. They need more people working there. They can't all take care of prisoners. Who watches them on Christmas? Four, four, four people can run a, a, no. a lab? No. Why no. not? Not that size. <laughs> Uh, my number four is Black Lightning. Love Black Lightning. Uh, the issue is that it's only one season, so I want to see how it does the rest of the year. Um, so that was my other thing, is I want, I want to see how it goes in the future seasons. Starts next uh, month. Uh, we will be, uh, I will be writing reviews every week on nerdly.co.uk, so take a look at that. Uh, but I love Black Lightning. I like the whole old school, old school uh, guy comes back into, uh, gets his powers back, and he starts trying to fight crime because of how it's gotten worse. So, what's your number four, Jeff? Uh, my number four is the greatest American hero. Nah. 
Um, I know it doesn't hold off, but when I was a kid and that was on, it was great. It was funny. He was heroic, yeah, but inept. It was, was that great. just one season? I think they did two or three. Did they? Okay. At uh, least two, I think. Let's see here. Uh, my number three. Oh, I'm sorry. What's your number three? Oh, yeah. My number three is Legion. Even though I haven't watched the more than one episode of the second season yet, mm-hmm. they're, they're still all recorded, and I still have to sit down and watch them. But uh, I really like Legion. I like the way they handle that character on that TV show. Uh, I actually have all second season records. I haven't had a chance to watch it. I know Blake's been yelling at us. You know what? Months. Blake's not here, so no, he gets no say. He's in Iceland. He's vacationing. Bastard. Uh, my number three for me is, uh, I, I, I hobied it, the Legends of Tomorrow cast. I don't care who it is. They always find a way to fit, uh, to make it work. They always do. Yeah, they were going to kind of be an honorable mention for me, especially yeah. Captain Cold. I love Captain Cold. Uh, no, they're a great, uh, they're a great uh, you know, little group. doesn't matter who uh, they bring on. Uh, they had Constantine is coming back this year for full time. I was never a fan of Constantine, though. I like the TV version. It's better than Keanu Reeves. Yeah, well, yeah, well, I wasn't a big fan of the TV version either. I didn't really get into that show. Uh, number two for me is um, Luke Cage. Luke Cage is my number two. Okay. Love that series, and I like the character a Have lot. you seen the second season Not yet. yet. Uh, that is actually top of my list. I, I haven't watched the Punisher second season. I just don't care. I over the first season, I'm sorry. It's not that I don't like the Punisher. I just... I want to see Luke Cage. I like that character. Uh, did you know? Did you watch Iron Fist season two yet? No, no, oh, jeez, no. I still have to watch Luke Cage and Luke. Punisher. I think I got like three episodes into Punisher, and I still have to finish that. And Luke Cage, I still have to finish. And did you I like Punisher? Was, what you saw? What I saw, I did. I just got away from it and never got back to it. Uh, with Iron Fist, they only did ten episodes this year for a second season. Smart. Yeah. Uh, that was my problem with Luke Cage. Uh, what's your number two? Uh, my number two, it, it, it's kind of a Hobie because it's three different iterations and I like all three. Okay. It's the Tick. Ah, the Amazon version? The Amazon version, the uh, live action version with uh, Putty. Uh, yeah. And uh, the uh, animated version from the early 90s. What's the What's the mouse name? The Moth? No, yeah, Moth, sorry. Uh, Arthur? That's what it is. Uh, what's your number one, Jeff? My number one is Jessica Jones. Ah, since you kicked me out of that. Yeah, since you're... I watched six episodes, and I love the character, but I, I won't th- watch more. I want six episodes of that movie. Yeah. Uh, Jessica Jones is a great character. I love her in that. And the char- the actress they have her for her is amazing. Kristen Ritter does a great job for the character they have her, yes. Uh, my number one is um, Batman from the animated series. My number one. Didn't surprise me. That is my, that is my favorite superhero series ever. Um, just show you how much my wife cares for me years ago before it came out on Blu-ray like it did now. Because um, I think it came out this year. Uh, she actually had to order it from China to get wow. the whole series for me. And uh, I get, we got this box in the mail. And obviously it wasn't Amazon. <laughs> well, it was through Amazon, yeah. but they got it through China. And it had all these Chinese markings on the box. And my wife's like, I really hope this is it and not some bootleg. And it was the actual one. I mean, it's the whole series, the books and every. It was great. And I love it. Um, you know, I, 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 it's a little dark. Um, so my four-year-old isn't allowed watching it because there's a little darkness to it. I'm going to say, your, your, your wife treats you too good. She does. She does. I will say that. 
she's taking care of the kids while I'm partying this weekend. <laughs> Party. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, that is that is my favorite series of all time. Uh, they did the people that uh, created that did a Superman one. I just don't like Superman, so it wasn't that good. Yeah, it didn't work out all that well. So, uh, any honorable mentions? I have an honorable mention of the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> okay. They, they, I always loved that show. I mean, when my niece, it was my niece loved it when she was little, mm-hmm. and it was just fun watching that one with her because you know it's one of those that had humor that adults could enjoy. It was and, kids and adults. Yeah, so uh, that was always one of my favorites to watch. Uh, my honorable mention, you may laugh, but here's the reason. It had potential, the cape. <laughs> I will laugh. Uh, it had potential, though. Six seasons in a movie. That's right. Uh, I like the idea behind it. It just did not do well. It was awful. Um, I, I, I like the idea, though. I thought the thought of it. I like that he got it from the, the carnival people. All right. Now that you're talking about the cape, mentioning the cape, I'm like, duh. Why didn't I think when we were doing earlier about mm-hmm. who, which guests do we want to interview? Forgot Summer Glau. Summer Glau, that's right. Go back and edit our our KS uh, for the, so dirt, you know Summer Glau is my answer for that the, the first editing. Ten, no, I'm telling the people listening oh, okay. at home <laughs> to go up, take the words Summer Glau, and put them after that question, and you have my actual answer. Well, there is your top five superheroes. Uh, thanks for listening. It's a short episode this week. Uh, but we'll, uh, we're going to maybe have a good time the next couple weeks. And uh, if you're on trivia, uh, if you play trivia with us, uh, we're going to have a special episode in a couple months or so. Uh, but also, bad idea of the week, number uh, 123, not coming down to the Cincinnati Comic Expo to, and saying hi to us. That would be a bad idea. That is a bad idea. Even if it means traveling from, say, Pittsburgh, you should still uh, do it. Four hours away. And there's the Macho Man. Oh, yeah! <laughs> God, I love the Macho Man. That is a that is a nice... That's a Slim Jim outfit. Oh, I think it is. <laughs> that is a Slim Jim outfit. Nice. Tap into a Slim Jim. Arr! I don't know what that was. <laughs> uh, Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Addendum. Titles for the show. Jeff, you got any? You know, I really don't. I don't think I took any notes for titles tonight. Uh, I got uh, three. You like my wife's chili. (laughs) Take that for what I mean. Idris goes swimming. (laughs) And trash pandas. Why? Because I just like trash pandas. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Any of those you like? I kind of like them all. Okay. I'm trying to think. Do we really want to install the Idris Elba in no. our title? No, because he would kill us. <laughs> Beat us up really bad. I like your wife's chili. Okay. Is that what you're going with? I love trash pandas. Trash pandas is a little... On the nose? Yeah, too already in culture. So we're going with, you like my wife's chili. Or I like your wife's chili. I like your wife's chili. There it is. Change approved. All right. Just for you, Randall. You've been listening to Hobie.